Hey guys, Mark with the C here. And the headline said how I get thousands of new audience members per blog post. Now let's be very clear here. That's thousands of new audience members per one new piece of content. So more specifically, we'll go through what I do with each new piece of content I create, why I do it, and how I do it. Oh, look at that. Let's go. So here's the plan today. I'll just briefly give you a snapshot of what's going on here on the whiteboard, and then I'll use the magic of video to zoom in as we look at the details that I spent a lot of work putting down on here to make things as simple and as short as I can. And then we're going to switch to my computer once again with the magic of video. And I will show you guys all of this happening with my last piece of content that I did last week. So here's the snapshot. I syndicate my content to 16 different platforms. They're all listed here. I'll show you what they are as we zoom in in just a sec. That's what I do. Then every piece of content that's outgoing on these platforms has a call to action, a CTA, and it's always the same CTA. The CTA is to bring them to my blog. Now let's get into the why I do this. I do this for two reasons. To build my audiences with an S and to create or strengthen my fandom. We'll talk about this in a sec as I zoom in. And how I do it, how do I get thousands, and I mean thousands of new leads, audience members per blog post, piece of content? The how is the call to action. I put the content out and it brings me back audience members. So let's go with the magic of video. Let's zoom in to the first eight by 10 sheet of paper. There we go, we are here and I'm here. How's it going guys? So the platforms that I syndicate to are, number one, YouTube. Number two, LinkedIn. Number three, Twitter. Number four, Facebook. Number five, Instagram. Number six, Pinterest. Number seven, Tumblr. Number eight, SoundCloud. Number nine, iTunes. Number 10, Spotify. Number 11, Google Podcast. Number 12, Stitcher. Number 13, iHeartRadio. Number 14, Pandora. Number 15, Amazon Alexa. And number 16, Google Home. Alexa, stop. Let me shut her off one sec. I didn't realize she was listening. She's always listening. So as I mentioned, you will see me do this. As a matter of fact, I just did it the other day to my one piece of content. I put it across all these platforms. Now I want to explain a couple of things. YouTube acts as my video host. This is where I upload my video to and I embed with the YouTube code wherever I'm inputting my video, so on and so forth. So YouTube is my video host. SoundCloud is my audio host. 
Now, as you can see here, these are the social media platforms, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. These are the podcast platforms, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And these are the at-home devices, such as the Amazon Echo, the Alexa, and the Google Home device. If you're asking yourself, do I actually go to all these platforms with my one piece of content? The answer is yes, absolutely. Now let me use the magic of video to center the next page over here. Okay, here we are. This is my blog. Since all of my pieces of content from the 16 platforms have a call to action, all the calls to action, as previously mentioned, come to my blog. Now here's what happens when they land on my blog. Two things happen. Number one, it builds my audiences. And number two, it creates and strengthens my fandom. What's a fandom? Those are my true fans or followers that feel like they know me, like me and trust me at a very deep level. So once they land on my blog, let's go to the audience building here. I have retargeting code slash pixels code within my blog that captures anyone who lands on my blog with the purpose of me retargeting them on specific platforms at a later date. I can retarget them on Google itself when they perform searches. I can retarget them on their Gmail inboxes. I could retarget them on their YouTube searches. I can retarget them on their Facebook timeline. I can retarget them on their LinkedIn timeline. And I can retarget them on their Pinterest timeline. The piece of code for Google, Gmail, and YouTube is called the G tag. The piece of code for Facebook is called the Facebook pixel code. The piece of code for LinkedIn is called the LinkedIn insight tag. And the piece of code for Pinterest is called the Pinterest tag. These are all separate pieces of code that yes, I do have in the head tag of my blog code. The person who lands on my blog does not have to fill anything out. I instantly capture them in all of these custom audience as soon as they, boom, land on my blog. The next way I build audiences on my blog is I have opt-in forms on my blog. This is to build my email lists. On my blog, I have capture pages, I have webinar invitations, I have lead baits, and I have offers. All of these capture mechanisms require the user to input their email, but I have them all anyways on my custom pixels, or should I say in my custom audiences. So this is like double dipping, I get them twice, which allows me to show myself in front of them on all these platforms, and if they put in their email, in their email box now as well. So if you just think about that for just a second here, this is crazy because they land on my blog once and I will be in all of their timelines. And if they put in their email, they will receive emails from me as well. Crazy, right, so far?
And finally, arguably the most powerful method is their mobile number, or should I say my mobile number? My blog has my mobile number plastered all over it. It actually doesn't have it yet, but I'm implementing that right now. So I thought I'd throw it into this strategy or this training because it will be on my blog probably by the time you see this. If I had my mobile number now, I would definitely say it to you right now. I'd have it flashing across the screen or something. So what does this do? Well, this allows me to build a text number list and texting campaigns. So this is how I build my audience. When someone comes to my blog, which is the call to action from every single piece of content that goes out on all those 16 platforms. Now let's talk about the fandom. So how do you get people to become true fans? Well, let's talk about the why and the how. So psychologically speaking, true fansmanship is more than a lead. True fansmanship is someone who is actually a follower that knows, likes, and trusts you at a very deep level. Your blog is also engineered to get their attention. The longer they stay on your blog and browse around, the more you have their attention. Getting someone's attention is arguably one of the most difficult things you can do. It's extremely important. The rabbit hole, the Mark Lalonde rabbit hole. That's me, by the way, hello there. The blog post that they came from, the piece of content that they came from through your CTA, at this point, it intrigued them enough to click on the CTA and end up here on your blog. Therefore, they are probably going to look at another piece of content and maybe another piece of content, then go into another piece of content and fall into what I like to call your rabbit hole. The definition of a rabbit hole based on, I don't know, Alice in Wonderland is a hole that they go into and they have a lot of trouble getting out. So the only distractions within your blog are distractions of you. The next thing is we want to get some watch time or listen time. What this means is the more they listen to you or watch you, the more they subconsciously feel like they know you the more they subconsciously feel attached to you. If you can get anyone to watch or listen to you for 25 hours or more in total time, you've won them over. And you want to get them hooked on the drug called Mark Lalonde or the drug called you. You want them to be addicted to you. That's what your blog will do. How do we do this? With the most powerful blog post you can build. Or should I say, this is how I do it. I got to continue to say this. This is how I get thousands of new leads with every new piece of content I syndicate to those 16 platforms. I'll repeat that a few times throughout this video. The blog post contains, as you will see when I share my screen, it contains an image with no text. It contains a text description. It contains a video with cover art and the cover art has text. It contains a YouTube link guiding them externally to your YouTube channel. It contains a podcast episode. It contains your micro story, which is your story in 200 words or less. 
and then the micro story links to your full story and it also links out to Google. I put algo right here for algorithm because the way we spin people out to Google allows us to actually play the Google algorithm. You'll see exactly what I mean. So this is all within your blog post or should I say my blog post? Remember guys, this is what I do. I have to be very clear on that. So next, let's get a little more specific on what it is that I put on those 16 platforms as content from that one piece of content. Let's use the magic of video so I can reposition the camera and zoom in a little. Here we go. Okay, it looks like we have a pretty awesome swiveling camera angle here. Let's start and repeat the social media platforms, the seven of them that we syndicate to first. Let's start with YouTube. We have YouTube, we have LinkedIn, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have Pinterest, and we have Tumblr. Next, we have the podcast platforms. We start with SoundCloud because SoundCloud is our podcast host. This is where we host our podcast file. So if you're asking if this is automated, not the social media platforms. They are all done manually as you will see. But the podcasts are from SoundCloud. My podcast episode is fed to the RSS feed, my RSS feed, and that RSS feed automatically spits out my podcast to the following podcast platforms, starting with iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and then the RSS feed also automatically feeds the home devices, Amazon Alexa, and Google Home. This is all done by your RSS feed. So as you will see, when I upload my podcast episode to SoundCloud, it automatically goes to all of those podcast platforms. However, for the social media platforms, we have to do manually. So here we go. Let's go into the specifics a little more. What do I put manually on these social media platforms? Under each social media platform, I put content CTA, content CTA under each social media platform. So let's go through them because they are all very specific to each platform. On YouTube, the content is the full video. The call to action goes to the blog. On LinkedIn, we do three different posts. The different content types are a video clip under 10 minutes, a direct link to my blog, which generates an image on LinkedIn. And the third piece of content is an image. And the call to action for all three of these is to send them to my blog. On Twitter, the content is a video clip that is less than two minutes and 20 seconds. And the second type of content is an image. And yes, these are two different types of content, which means two pieces of content on Twitter. 
On Facebook, the content type is the full video. And on Facebook, there are two calls to action. One of them is done automatically and they don't even know it. It's called the Facebook custom audience. And what happens is there is code on the video that states that when they watch three seconds of the video, bloop, they fall into my Facebook custom audience. All they need to do is watch three seconds and they don't even know they fell in that audience. I can retarget to them. And the second call to action is of course a call to action to my blog. On Instagram, the content is of course an image and the call to action is to my blog. On Pinterest, the content is, there are two types on Pinterest. Number one is a video clip that is under 15 minutes and number two is an image. And on Pinterest, exactly like with Facebook, there are two calls to action. There is also a piece of code in your Pinterest content that captures people in your Pinterest custom audience. And to fall into this, all they need to do on Pinterest is engage with your content. This is any action they take. If they blow up your picture on Pinterest, boom, they fall in there automatically. So really, if they tap or click on any of your content, they don't need to click your blog link. They automatically fall in your Pinterest custom audience. And we also have a blog call to action that they can also click. On Tumblr, the content types are video clip under two minutes and an image for a second type of content. The call to action for both of these is to your blog. Remember guys, this is all from your one piece of content, okay? Next, for the SoundCloud, it's very easy. All we do is we upload your sound file. And for that, all I do is I strip the sound off of my content video. I just strip off the sound and there's my podcast episode in WAV format. As soon as I upload it to SoundCloud, it syndicates it to the following platforms. I'll say them quick because I already said them three times. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Amazon Alexa home devices, and Google Home home devices. Now I had to get approved on every single one of these podcast platforms individually, and all I had to do was submit to them my RSS feed. So let me blow myself up and quickly summarize what I just showed you. Here we go, magic of video. Hey, so that's how I make one piece of content go a very long, 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 long way. Wouldn't you agree? It's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And this does, in fact, generate thousands, I mean thousands with an S, usually two or three thousand new audience members. That's if you combine my lists along with all of my custom audiences, thousands of new audience members per one video piece of content. So before I close this up, let's go on my computer and I will show you what's happening, how I post, how I do this 
in my actual social media accounts. All of them, I'll go in them one by one by one by one, super quick. And I will also show you how the podcast platforms all got populated from my SoundCloud as well. Now, granted, I did this the other day so that things could start building organically a little bit. And so that SoundCloud actually had a chance to push all of my podcast episodes on all of the platforms. So I did this to my one piece of content probably three days ago-ish. I'll share my screen, I'll come back out to you guys, and I'll give you one final summary. Okay, I will begin with my workspace. This is what I create for every single piece of content I create, but before I show you what these items are, I would like to put out a disclaimer right now. And the disclaimer is something I've repeated a couple of times throughout this video, and I will probably repeat a few more times before this video ends. And the disclaimer is this. This is what I do. I syndicate to all of these platforms. I cut up my content in a certain way, and it does require some work. Common questions I usually get are number one, do you do this all yourself, Mark? Let's answer that now. Yes, I do. And the second most popular question is, do I have to do all that too? And my answer is always, you don't have to do anything. This is what I do. And sometimes I'll get the third question. Why do you do all of this work? Is it really worth it? And my answer to that is pretty simple. Because I am playing big, therefore I'm putting in the work to create the best quality I can and syndicate to the most platforms. And yes, it is for sure worth it. So the disclaimers out of the way, this is what I do. Here we go. I create a folder for every piece of content and then I break up my content in the following formats, if you will. This is just the way I personally organize things. So my text description is in a Word document. Then I have four images. Then I have the podcast episode. Then I have a two minute clip. Then I have a 10 minute clip. Then I have a full video clip of my content. And this is the original piece of content that everything is derived from, which is usually a bunch of ramble and a bunch of silent gaps. And these files with the C here are simply the Camtasia project files. That's my editing software. So here's what my description looks like. Super short. Here are what my images look like. I have one image that has no text on it. I have another image that does have text on it. It's the heading of my blog post. This is used for the YouTube cover art. Then I have a square image that is for Instagram. Then I have another square image that is for my podcast episode cover art. So once I have all of these formats ready to go and organized here, I'm ready to start syndicating. Okay, we'll start with YouTube because YouTube is where I host my video and then we'll go directly to SoundCloud because that is where I host my audio slash podcast episode. Now I'm not going to re-explain everything that I just explained on my whiteboard. What I'll do is I'll just show you how I did this just a couple of days ago. So for YouTube, we have the full video that I simply uploaded to my YouTube account. 
and then in the description I have the call to action to my blog. Let's click that. There it is. YouTube done. Then I go to my SoundCloud and I upload the audio episode. Of course, with the podcast episode cover art that I just showed you. Now remember that SoundCloud's sole purpose is to be used as the hosting platform for my RSS feed, which will feed all the other podcast platforms. Side note, I also upload the YouTube cover art to my YouTube video, the cover art that I just showed you for my YouTube. Let's go back to SoundCloud. Even though I don't use my SoundCloud account for bringing people back to my blog, I do include all of my social media links in my SoundCloud account right here. Now let's get the podcast syndication out of the way now since we're here because as soon as I do this on my SoundCloud, it goes to all other six podcasting platforms as well as the home devices all automatically. So my piece of content is surpass your hero but stay humble. Let's go take a glimpse on all those platforms. I've got the tabs already open. Let's go. So here we have iTunes. There it is. Surpass your hero, but stay humble. I did nothing for this to end up here. Next, Spotify. There we have it. Surpass your hero, but stay humble. Next, Stitcher. There it is. Surpass your hero, but stay humble. Let's go to Google Podcasts. There it is. Surpass your hero, but stay humble. Let's go to iHeartRadio. If you're not on iHeartRadio, it's huge. I just learned that. So there it is. Surpass your hero, but stay humble. And the last one is Pandora, which I'm still waiting on approval from. Depending on when you're seeing this piece of content, I will probably have been approved on Pandora as well by then. But I do nothing. The process is the same. I simply upload to my SoundCloud account. The rest takes care of itself. Now let's check the home devices. I do not have a Google Home device, but I do have an Amazon Alexa. Let me turn her on and turn up her volume. She's right beside me. Alexa, volume six. Alexa, what's my news? Here's your news. From Life Hats with the Wealthy Trainer podcast. Hey guys, Mark with the C here. Have you ever surpassed one of your heroes, but then you got cocky only to find Alexa, stop. Let me mute her again. Perfect. So there we go. Syndication to all podcast platforms done. Now let's continue on social media platforms. Let's do LinkedIn. As previously discussed, I uploaded... The video clip here, which is less than 10 minutes long for LinkedIn and has a call to action at the end. You can watch the rest of this video by clicking the link in the description. There is the link that goes to my blog. Perfect. Then I have the direct blog post link as a second post, which when clicked goes directly to my blog and generates the image from my blog post. Let's click that. Perfect. And the third piece of content that we put on LinkedIn is the image, which is the cover art we use for YouTube. 
Let's test that link. Perfect. Okay, so the next platform will be Twitter. I'm going to scroll down. This is my pinned tweet. You can ignore that. Here they are, the two posts. We've got the two-minute video clip with a call to action to go to the blog post. Let's test it. Perfect. So video clip and image as the second piece of content on Twitter. Once again, it's the same image that we use for cover art on YouTube and that we just used on LinkedIn with once again, call to action to the blog. Perfect. Next is Facebook. Now I only use Facebook to run ads. I'm not sure if you use Facebook otherwise, but I do not use my personal profile. I spend zero time on Facebook. Facebook has not served me in the past, but on that note, I don't spend any time on social media. So this is a business page. This is where I post my content on Facebook. It's on my business page. And on Facebook, I post the full video. And since I only use this to run ads, I always run a $20 ad on the piece of content that I just uploaded. So it's pretty simple for Facebook. My $20 ad for myself brings back about 2,000 views. That's what 20 bucks will bring me on a Facebook content ad. And the only call to action I have on my ad is to go to my blog right here. Let's test it. Perfect. And remember that Facebook had two types of calls to action. The one I just showed you, of course, is if they click on the button to go to my blog post. But remember, the full video is here on Facebook. So anyone who watches three seconds of this video falls into my Facebook custom audience. One, two, three. Blink! They fall into my custom audience. So the numbers I'm experiencing on these ads is 20 bucks gets me about 2,000 views. And out of those 2,000 views, about 500 of them fall into my custom audience. It's actually closer to 1,000. So again, these are people that saw three seconds of your video. I can't really go into details on this piece of content on how to set this up, but it's called an engagement audience and you could set it up for three seconds. So that's all I do on Facebook. Then of course I retarget to that audience afterwards. But once again, that's out of the scope of this training. Okay, next, Instagram. Okay, Instagram is a little unique for me because Instagram, you can only have a clickable link in your description, in your bio, I mean. So once again, I'm gonna say the disclaimer here. This is what I do to maximize my results. I've never taught this before. So I'll just tell you what I do and maybe someday I'll create a mini training on how I do this because it's extremely effective. So this is my main Instagram account where I post all kinds of pictures, mumbo jumbo, just basically my life, of course. It's Instagram, right? But then when I create a piece of content, I include cover art from my blog post and cover art for my podcast episode. Now I also have an Instagram account for my episodes. That's a different Instagram account. And I also have a different Instagram account for all my podcast episodes. That's a different Instagram account again. Why do I do that? Because if I go back to my original Instagram, when I make a post on my original Instagram and someone clicks to go take a look, 
You cannot put a link here. You always have to say click the link in my bio. But the way you can cheat that is by putting another account with the at symbol and it acts like a link. So I have a rabbit hole within Instagram and the way it works is if they see this and they're interested, they click here and they go to that account itself, which is all of my posts. And from here, they can actually see another episode that may interest them. And when they click a post from here, here it says, watch this episode by using the link in my bio and inputting part of this episode's title in the search bar on my blog. So when a tragedy becomes a blessing, if they go and click the link in my bio here, here's what happens. They go to my search page. And if they just type in any part of that title, let's type in blessing. Boom, there it is. They could go directly to that blog post. And then if I go to my original Instagram account again, if they do this with the podcast episode, it kind of works in the same fashion. They could check out the episode by clicking this account, which has all of my podcast episodes. And if they click one of these, it tells them to click the link in my bio, except in this case, if they click the link in my bio on this account, here's where they go. They do go to my blog, but they get to select which platform they want to listen to the podcast on. Okay, so that's my Instagram process. That's what I do on my Instagrams with S, since I have three accounts. Next is Pinterest. On Pinterest, I have the video clip, 10 minutes or less, which is the same clip I use on LinkedIn. And then I have the image right here. So that's two posts for Pinterest. And on those posts, of course, there is the call to action to my blog. Let's click that. Perfect. And also remember that Pinterest has a custom audience within Pinterest, very much like the Facebook custom audience. So as soon as someone clicks, taps, or expands any of my posts, they instantly get thrown into my custom audience right here. So this is 164,000 custom audience members. Don't get caught up on the number. Just keep in mind, these are absolutely free. And many of them actually do click through to my blog. And also keep in mind that an account with 1 million monthly viewers is going to generate a lot of stuff. <laughs> okay, next is Tumblr. On Tumblr, we add the video clip, two-minute video clip, with a call to action to the blog post. Let's try. Perfect. And then we add the image exactly like we just did on Pinterest, except on Tumblr, you want to put the two minute video clip. I realize Tumblr can house a longer video clip, such as a 10 minute clip. But the reason I keep the two minute clip on Tumblr is because you are limited to how much video you can upload in a certain period of time. I believe it's 10 minutes worth in a 24 or 48 hour period. And sometimes I create several pieces of content in one day. So the two minute clips are perfect for Tumblr. Both calls to action on Tumblr go directly to the blog. And we just syndicated one piece of content to 16 platforms just now. 
Okay, now let me show you the blog post itself in its entirety, and then I will come back out to you guys and give you a final short summary. Let's go right here, click that. Here it is. So this is the actual blog post itself. Okay, so I'm going to scroll down. Here is the plain image, of course, without the text. If you're asking where I get these images, I just go to Google and I grab them. <laughs> That's how I grab my images. I don't have a license for the images, but I recommend you probably look into that yourself. I'm telling you, here we go, disclaimer time. I'm telling you what I do. If someone doesn't like this image and I don't know, DC Comics contacts me, I will take it down. Talk about not leaving any stone unturned, right? Then I have my text description. Then we scroll down. I have the YouTube video. That's just an embed code that I grabbed from YouTube. Then I have the YouTube external link. Is hero. Then I have the full podcast episode that can be listened to directly from hey here. Hey guys, Mark with the C here. Just like the video can be watched directly from here. Most people do. And then below every blog post, I have my micro story right here, which is 200 words or less. And then I have a link to my full story right here. That is my full story in long form, probably one of the most popular pages on my blog. It's about that long, I'd say about 5,000 words. And my story also links from my name right here. And here's where I play the Google algorithm right with this link. What this link does is it submits the wealthy trainer to the Google search engine. And that's going to be coming from all kinds of IPs, right? So anyone who clicks on this, depending on where they are from in the world, Google thinks that a lot of people are actually searching the wealthy trainer. So without going into the details, all I did was I put in the following link. It's google.com slash search question mark Q equals the plus sign wealthy plus sign trainer. If you want to link to your own Google search queries, then just rewind this video. I won't repeat that character string. So if I click that, look at what happens. It goes to Google searching the wealthy trainer. And what this has done for me, it's helped me own those keywords. The wealthy trainer is my brand. So because so many people click that link, it's on every blog post I have, and it's coming from everywhere in the world, Google is promoting me like crazy under those three keywords. There are many wealthy trainer brands in the world. And if I were to type in the wealthy trainer in Google a couple of years ago, you would never even see me. But now take a look right here. That goes to my blog. Let's go back. What's next? This goes to my YouTube channel. Boom. Yeah. If I go back, what's the third link? That would go to my Instagram. Let's go back. What's the next link? What's that? That looks like LinkedIn. Is that my LinkedIn? Boom. That is my LinkedIn. What's the next one? Oh, it's my Facebook. Must be logged in. I'm not logged in in this browser. What's the next one? Oh, those are my listen notes. Beautiful. That's all me. 
What's the next one? Amazon. Probably my Alexa skill. Yes, awesome. What's my next one? Okay, once again, for the U.S. and Canadian Alexa skill. Beautiful. Thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. What's this? That's my Stitcher. Awesome. So I literally own the first full page, and it goes on and on and on. If I were to go to images, a couple of years ago, I dreamt of having one image of mine under The Wealthy Trainer. Now I basically own the entire page. It's crazy stuff. So how did this happen? Well, it happened because of this link. And that is the perfect blog post, ladies and gentlemen. Now let me come back out to you and briefly summarize everything we went through in this piece of content. Here I come. There you go. That's what I do with each new piece of content I create. And what's crazy about this, guys, is that the longer your content is out there, the more audience members it continues to fill your cups with, and the more it creates a fandom of new audience members, as well as strengthens your current audience members' fandom. Or should I say fansmanship? And just a little something something that's really crazy about this, guys, is that about a year ago, less than a year ago, what I used to do is create a piece of content, put it on my Facebook timeline, hope for the best, look at the views, and that was it. I had to create a new piece of content the next week and hope for the best again. It didn't go far at all. So there you have it. So as the title of this piece of content states, guys, this is what I do to each piece of content that I create, why I do it, and how I do it. Mark Lalone signing off and have a great day. Bye-bye now. Thank you for watching or listening. I hope this content has helped you in any way, maybe motivated, inspired you. Maybe it's triggered an idea. Maybe it's gotten you out of a rut. Maybe it's simply entertained you. Listen, I'm just an ex-computer consultant guy who lost his way to drugs and alcohol and eventually became homeless. From rock bottom, I cleaned up, I clawed my way back into the workforce, I shifted into running my own business, I've been retired from the corporate world for seven years now, and I've never looked back. If you want to follow me on my journey or maybe even connect further, you can either go to my blog at thewealthytrainer.com that's thewealthytrainer.com or you can click the link in the description if you're watching this video. Mark Lalone signing off and I'll see you on the inside. Bye-bye now.